Hi everyone and welcome back to the Bolton Fan TV podcast. Feels weird saying that because it's been a while. But um, me and Tyler are back for season two of the podcast. And um, obviously, you know, League One next season or this season, however you want to say it now. But um, I first of all want to address the fan because I know people will probably, that's if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, I've got it on because it's a million degrees. So deal with it. Um, it's probably not the most nice thing to look at, but get over it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've got a lot to talk about, uh, as soon as obviously we've been on a little break after last season. Um, we posted the odd video here and there, so by that I think it was only one, but still, um, <laughs> we move. Um, so yeah, this is now basically our catch-up. So you've probably all heard of all of this news by now, but you know, we still want to chat about it and give our opinions on things. And yeah, there's quite a lot of signings. So <laughs> honestly, it may be a long episode. So I think we just dive straight in. And um, I've done it in order of when people signed and re-signed and whatever. So the first one is Jones. Man like Gethin Jones, re-signed. I'll be honest, I've forgotten how long he's signed up for his fault. I know a few of these are two years, some of them are one years. It's a bit confusing. But um I'm more than happy with Gethin coming back. Um I would imagine you you agree with that. I hundred percent agree. Because he was <laughs> vital in that last season for us. Very, very vital yeah. in the defence. I agree. And then obviously second one that's on my list is Grove. I mean, look, I'll be honest, it wasn't the perfect season for him last last uh, last season, but he stepped up when we needed him. And that, I think that's what matters. Um, you know, for example, I don't remember who we're against, but he got like a last minute either equaliser or winner for us. Um, and then, obviously, on, on the final game of the season, he made it <laughs> four goals. So, um, yeah. I'm more than happy with Jones and Isgrove re-signing because obviously, like Tyler's just said there, massive part of, of the team last season and the main reason we got promoted. Um, and then the big one, obviously, me and Tyler last time, well, last season, all season since this man joined, <laughs> wanted him to sign a permanent deal. <laughs> and it is Dapo Afalayan. <laughs> and I tell you what, I when I saw that announcement come through, I was gassed. <laughs> I can't lie. Because this guy, I think, is gonna be a very he's already an amazing footballer, but he, he's only gonna go upwards, in my opinion. Um I believe me and Tyler have called him a baller about 50 billion times. So you already know how we, how we feel that Dapo's signed. Um but yeah, anyone that hasn't you know, that wasn't tuning in last season. There was basically, we, me and Tyler had three people we each wanted to make a permanent deal. So Dapo, we both agreed on. Um, I think Declan John, we both agreed on. And then I did say Marcus Madison, but that's kind of, you know, not happening. But um, yeah, and obviously, as we'll get on to later, man like Declan John did also sign. So... Yeah, and then obviously Baptiste as well did sign a one-year extension. Um, people are a bit 50-50 on this one. Um, what do you think about Baptiste signing? I think it's a good good signing like, to get him on for one year because he had a solid partnership. Even though I've seen, I, I give him grief, he had a solid performance with Ricardo Santos at the back. Then yeah, two... Massive best defensive partnership yeah in, in the whole of league too and now nobody can disagree with that because we still got promoted <laughs> i'd agree with you if we didn't get promoted you know I, I, then i'd consider your argument but no um yeah i mean I, i'm the same obviously me and tyler did lay into him quite a bit at, towards the, at the start of last season but um you know second half of the season especially off, obviously after january that's when the team kind of 
gelled and finally understood each other. Um, and that's obviously when, you know, the miracle happened <laughs> from like, I think it was like, Alois was 22nd, I believe. And then to shoot up to third in basically five games, realistically, five games changed our whole season. Um, and then obviously we went unbeaten with most informed side in the country, um, barring Man City because, well, it's Man City. But um, mental, absolutely mental. I still can't believe that happened. You know, you know, Bolton are known for, well, not a lot really, but, you know, that's one of the things we can actually add to the list. It's a short list still, but, you know, hopefully we keep adding to that list of, you know, people actually knowing Bolton Wanderers again. Um, I've already said this. Nobody now can physically turn around and say Bolton Wanderers is not a big club because the clubs we are negotiating with, okay, the players, you know, they're not like top, top, top level, of course, but, you know, they're still from clubs like Arsenal, West Ham, you know, um, the Dutch side, Feyenoord, is it? Feyenoord. That one. Feyenoord. Uh, like, we're massive. <laughs> I don't care what anybody else says. We are massive again. Um, yeah, I'd be honest, I've lost track of what Baptiste, that's where we were. And then obviously, two as well, I think, was another one year, maybe a two-year. Um, yeah, judging by Tyler's expression, you sum up half of our fan base. Um, I do see why Everett's decided to keep him, um, because I think he, he can be a very key player. But at the same time, it's kind of like, OK, but then... Why would you not keep Arthur? I think that's that's what your argument's going to be anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather keep I'd rather keep Arthur, who would actually play as like a backup winger or even a third striker. Even that, well, we've got two. I don't think he's even played. He's played a couple of games, I think. Um, but I mean, look, obviously, I think at this point we should just trust Ever. Because, let's be honest, he came in, joined the club, we all backed him, and then as soon as it went to pot early on in the season, there were some doubts. And Because, um, obviously, I've backed Everton since the start. doesn't mean I've not criticised him a little bit, especially when, you know, he doesn't put a backup goalkeeper on the bench, for example. But, hey, <laughs> you remember know. When, when I said it last season, <clears throat> next game he did it. Yeah, but that's only after Jilks almost got injured the game before and he realised, oh, sugar, I probably should have put a keeper on the bench. Um, but yeah, I'll be honest, I still don't know why Jensen signed for us, to be completely honest. Um, I think it was more of just a formality rather than, you know, oh, you actually might get some games. Um, and yeah, so two, again, is a 50-50 one. And then this one, literally nobody can, can complain at. The gaffer himself, I think he signed, was it a two-year extension? Um, I think three-year extension even. I don't know my things, but anyway. I mean, no complaints. After last season, it just shows anything can happen in football. We were saying that all of last season, football's unpredictable. And then look what happened. <laughs> look, at, look at the Euros, for example. Oh, Jesus. I mean, we, we can talk about the Euros a little bit. We may as well, because it's sweeping the country. Um, we'll talk about that after all the Bolton stuff and whatever, though. Um, and then, yeah, I, again, no complaints. Everett signing, massive. Um, next was one that baffled me and Tyler, because I believe we were expecting... Were we expect, I think we were expecting Declan John when this one got announced. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we, we were the, we were kind of just you know chatting, and then the teaser came out, and then we were kind of like, oh, it could be Declan John, it could be Declan John, George Johnson. It baffled me. Look, no disrespect to the guy, but never heard of you. Wasn't expecting you at the time. <laughs> what made me laugh was he was just about to go down to Wigan and sign from. Jesus. I mean, yeah, he'd been on loan though, hadn't he? So, yeah, and then next minute, sounds for Bolton. And all Wigan fans like, do you blame him? It's Wigan. <laughs> it's Wigan. Yeah, true. But um, 
yeah, I mean, we don't really know anything about him other than he's from Feyenoord. Um, so, I don't... <laughs> sure. Um, next is a big one. This is another one that's been kind kind of hyped. Not as hyped as, you know, let's say like Adapo, but still pretty hyped. Um, I believe he's a Wales international. Um, this again got our hopes up because I think the, the teaser was... A Welsh flag, and everyone thought, "Oh my God, Declan John, Declan John, Declan John." And then we were still happy with this. They don't really know the guy, if I'm completely honest. But you know, for Bolton to put out a goals montage, how often do they do that? Pretty much never. No. <laughs> so not even often. That must mean he, he, he's a decent player. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've been watching some of the goals he scored because I believe he's a midfielder, right? He's not yeah, like, like a CDM. CDM midfielder kind of player. So, um, Wales International, as I said, I'm not complaining about this because seeing some of the goals he scores, madness. <laughs> him, and, him and Sars next season. Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm already excited for next season. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, D- Josh Sheehan. Jeez, I, did I, I didn't even say his name then, did I? But, yeah, um, Sheehan. Has signed. Um, no complaints again. Uh, moving on. I mean, this one's just a no brainer, in my opinion, after last season. Matt Jilks signed a one year extension. Um, as he, he's made it clear that he does want to play next season. Obviously, with uh, Dixon signing, I think there will be more like competition between the two keepers, though. Because uh, obviously, when Krellin arrived, he was the main man and then it well let's just say things happened and then yeah look I still wish Krellin all the best I still think he could be a very good goalkeeper but I do think at sometimes the pressure got to him um th- this example that I've used many a time when I've been criticizing the, the guy but you know um just there was so many games where he just you know, he'd forget the basics of goalkeeping. And it's just like, come on. <laughs> There's five-year-olds in the world that were known like, to try and catch the ball, or at least parry it away from players, not straight to an attacker. So, yeah, I'm more than happy with how Jilts performed last season. And I think he fully deserves this uh, new one-year extension. Um, I don't know, though. I do think with Jilks, this might actually be his last season. Um in terms of playing anywhere, I don't know. Um, obviously, he, he, was, he wasn't he was brought in to be a player. So, it wasn't necessarily an expected thing. Um, but, I mean, look, he stepped up to the plate. He didn't disappoint. So, no complaints from me. Um, and then the big one that everybody wanted, the Welshman, Declan John, <laughs> signed. Um, which just limbs that's that's the only word i i can use limbs um obviously i I don't even need to ask tyler how he feels because (laughs) i mean we're both the same absolutely delighted with this one because he literally declan john was my first person that i wanted to sign permanently yeah first um, person and he wouldn't stop badgering on about it last season so um yeah, no complaints. I don't think we even really need to go into detail because I think everybody in Bowen <laughs> agrees that Declan John may just be one of the biggest parts of this team. Um, even all Swansea yeah. fans were praising him for joining us. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think there was a lot of people that were saying that like, he's wasted talent and stuff like that because he's just sat there at Swansea and he wasn't getting any first-team games, obviously. So... Um, yeah, delighted with that one. Um, still gassed with it. Still can't quite believe we've signed this many players in two seasons. It's mad. Um, <clears throat> and then the next one is from Plymouth. And it's Will Ameson. Again, don't know much about him. Goated by Anthony Sarsovic, actually. I, yeah, I saw that. He, like, Sars basically nudged him in the right direction a little bit, didn't he? Um, yep. So, look, if Sars likes him, 
I like him. <laughs> that's what I, yeah. that's what I'll go with. Because look, if our captain likes him, we like him. Exactly. You know. Um, and then the next one is we may have finally fixed our goalkeeper situation. It's only taken well a whole season. Um, and yeah, Dixon Barrow's former goalkeeper has signed for us. And by the way, looks decent in training. So I'm, I'm excited to see if he plays. Um, I don't really know how it's going to work, though, because I I think Jilks will start league games, or at least the majority of them. And I reckon Dixon may get a few cup games and stuff like that, because this season, I think we can go on at least one cup run. FA Cup, probably not. But, you know, Papa John's Trophy, yeah. <laughs> on the other hand... Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, realistically, right, we can chat about this in a second, but that group, we should win it. Let's be honest. We should win. It's, it's, I'm not saying it's easy because, you know, again, football's unpredictable. We don't know. Um, but now given, you know, like last season, for example, we were kind of rushed into the Cups and whatnot. Obviously, the team hadn't gelled, hadn't happened for us, got you know, a bit tricky in, in the league straight away. So this season, I think we can actually go for it, you know, and I'm not saying potentially win the thing, but I'm saying at least get through a couple of stages um, because it would be a madness. But um, yeah. Um, next, this is where some of the, I'd say surprising ones to me, um, not meaning that in a, in a bad way, but um, Bakayoko, formerly of Coventry, um, yeah. has signed for us as well. By the way, looks like an absolute tank. <laughs> um, I recognise the name, but I still don't even know if I've ever seen him play. So, never heard of him. Again, there's not a lot of. Um, although I'll be honest, there are, there are quite a few footballers called Bakayoko, so I could just be mixing him up with somebody else. But yeah. And then on to the final signing as of now, um, as of when we're recording this, which is, ironically, as I've just realised, it's actually one year today that Everett signed. I forgot about that. And um, Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that before. This. And then, yeah, final one. I'm going to butcher his second name. So, apologies. Um, Xavier Amechi, we'll go with. Um all that could you not have told me that before we started? You know, <laughs> anyway, or you, or you could just let me just say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, from Arsenal, we have got him, I believe he's a sixth loan, so yeah, six month loan. That's the only bit that's I'm kind of like, is six months long enough? Um, and I'm just pointing out that I am excited because if ever decides to put like play a cam, either Politic or Amashi them two will be insane in that position. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, there's a lot of hype around him, again. Um, look, a lot of the time, the hype isn't to be believed, because a lot of the time it's just, well, you know, excitement. And um, But I don't know, there's genuinely a few of these players that have signed, there's, there's decent hype around them, and obviously... You know, time will tell if they live up to the hype. Um, but yeah, that concludes all the signings that we've made, again, as of recording this. Knowing our look, we'll stop the podcast and announce somebody else. That, that's happened before. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm delighted with the window we've had so far. Um, and I, I don't think Everett's done yet, because I'm pretty sure we're still I think, to a couple I think of- he'll get one more striker in, that's what he's just doing. in case something happens. Because at the same time as well, he's like, a lot of people have have given him criticism for like, you know, bringing in centre-backs and wingers, midfielders, whatever. Because, you know, some people do have small brains. So they can't understand. They can't understand why we need squad depth. Because, you know, they just think, oh, but this works. Keep it like this. So you're telling me you only want Baptiste and Santos as our only centre-backs. So then one of them gets injured and then we're screwed. Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But at the same time, it's also a competition. Because, you know, 
as we saw with, for example, goalkeepers last last season, you know, there wasn't any competition between them. Obviously, because Jilks was brought in mainly as a coach. For the, that's the main reason. But um, then when Krellin obviously started, you know, not being played, there was no real... Personally, to me, there was no real improvement on Krellin's behalf. And, you know, that obviously doesn't bring competition because he wouldn't have been confident. So, yeah, that's that's why we, we need so many players in you know, different positions is competition. Because at the end of the day, if somebody gets too comfortable in a position, ultimately their form will drop off. Um, so, yeah, anyone that has got pea brains and wonders why we're signing so many people in different, well, in the same positions, learn football. <laughs> Simply learn football. Um, so, yeah, now on to pre-season. Um, there's not a lot to talk about here, but, you know, me and Tyler do have a tendency to drag things out a little bit longer and go off on tangents. So, the first thing, which is, again, it's a little bit 50-50, our away kit reveal. First off, I want to get your thoughts on it before I say anything. <laughs> before, well, like I was saying to you yesterday, I, my first reaction was, Oh, is this our away kit? Because it rolled, I always seem like a bit of it of a concept, but when I seen it this morning, it looks amazing. I mean, yeah, I, I'll be honest, I questioned the decision to go yellow. I did, but then I saw somebody compare it to like an older kit we'd had. So I was kind of like, oh, actually, yeah. I kind of like this then, you know, because they did it last season, didn't they, with our away kit? It was supposed to be like a reference to an older kit. Um, yeah, that's actually a move to our third kit now. Yeah, because I don't know, I saw somebody like put on, I think the yellow kit we actually had last season, but never got to use it. Because obviously you don't announce a third kit, you just have it as a backup, so you don't need to announce it. Um, yeah, true. So I don't know how true that is though, but um, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. So yeah, on, I mean, on, I do like the kit a lot. On the Kit, it looks like they've gone like for a darker blue. Yeah. Than I mean, what, what what was the last it's one? Almost like I could I might have just made this up, but I swear haven't we had like a black and yellow kit before? A black kit? and gold. Black and gold, same thing. <laughs> gold doesn't look gold on a on a top, let's be honest. <laughs> yellow. True. But um yeah, I mean look, I can't wait for this kit, you know. I didn't buy last season's because I was still 50-50 on it throughout the whole season. So I didn't buy, I didn't um, buy the work kit. I'm now excited to see the home kit, but I don't think it's going to change much. I think it might generally just be the same as last season. Um, might be a few tweaks, but I can't see it changing massively because obviously it's going to be white, obviously, or else it wouldn't be the whites, you know. So I don't see a lot changing with that, but nevertheless... I still can't wait, you know, to see it. Um, I'm so excited for next season, you know. <laughs> I'm so excited. You know, it's got to the point as well, right? Obviously, my birthday is coming up. And it's gotten to the point where I'm more excited for next season than I am my own birthday. <laughs> I've never felt like that with Bolt Wanderers before. And I said in my video, actually, like a, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I don't remember. But basically, if you've not seen that video, I'll link it on YouTube uh, in the description. Um, I basically said in that, like, this is the most connected I've ever felt to Bolton Wanderers, ever. Because as Bolton fans, there was always that mentality of, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go watch the games. We still support them, but it's kind of like, ugh. It's, it, was, it almost became a chore, didn't it, really? And it was kind of like, oh, yeah, we're going to turn up, watch our team lose, go on depressed. So... I'm glad now that this club is back on the right path because obviously me and Tyler started this podcast in, look, I'll be honest, I had the idea for this podcast as a way to try and reconnect to the club and it was it, it was the perfect time, I, I think. You know, just as Everett comes in, then the season started and then we thought, oh, same old, same old, we've got new owners, new manager and nothing's happened. 
And then the second half of the season, we kicked into gear and it was just, oh, it was so, such a good feeling. And then, you know, it also got to a point, like, like I just said then, I've never been more excited to see Bolton Wanderers play than I am right now. I cannot wait, genuinely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there's a lot of you that are sat watching, listening to this, that are the same. Um, I would imagine that you are, feel the same as well. Yeah, I'm excited for this season. As soon as I've seen them fixtures come out, I'm, I'm obviously excited. Yeah, I, I can't wait. <laughs> um, but, yeah, next thing I've got on the list isn't actually the one we're going to talk about because I've messed the order up here, but it's fine. Um, we'll talk about a little bit of a, not controversial, but it's, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. Um, obviously, you may remember a few months ago, Sharon Britton and the owner of Boohoo, or CEO of Boohoo, one of them, um, were, you know, and they had like a, a chat, a meeting, and I don't really know what happened, but, you know, they put a picture on social media and, well, everybody kind of assumed, oh, Boohoo shirt sponsor. That now isn't happening. Um, so I don't know what the meeting was, but I mean, I think I said when it came out, like, I think I think we were still doing the podcast then. I don't remember. But um, I think it, it could be, I, I said when it came out anyway, that it's either a shirt sponsor or it'll be like, you know, a sponsor around the stadium, or it could be a sponsor for the stadium. Um, so obviously now one of those has been eliminated uh, because was it yesterday, day before? I've lost track. But Bolton did announce that the partnership with Home Bargains is carrying on th- uh, this season. Which look, a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, great, another season with Home Bargains on our top." Like, yeah. Deal with it. You've done two seasons. <laughs> as long as you're seeing Bolton play and hopefully we're winning, then it's fine. I don't care who's on the top, you know? Um, I just, I do hope they can find a way to make it fit a little bit better um, because the first time it was way too big um, and then the second time it, it, it was better, but I still think a little bit too like, look, here's home bargains, have it. You know, so you're right. Like that, need it a bit small. Yeah, and um, whether the, I mean, look, we've just got to wait now. Um, actually, let me hang on. How big does it look on the oh. teaser? I didn't. I know there's one attention. thing that hasn't been renewed because we we always renew like, Do you know uh, we change like stadium names and all that? Or, mm-hmm. We always renew who we who we're with. We've not even renewed anything with University of Bolton yet. Did we not do that last year? I know we renewed a, some sort of partnership last year. Last season, even. But I I, I don't remember. It might, um, might have been more like... Do, 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 let me go... Let me have a look at the teaser. Wait, it's already on sale. Yeah. Did not know that. Um, I mean, look, if anything, judging from the picture that I'm looking at of the guy wearing it, um, it looks bigger than last season's. So, I think I think the darker side like is more better than the, the other side of the logo. It is a nice kit. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I think this is what we needed when Keith Hill was here. You know, when we had the like bright yellow. We needed something more like this. Oh, yeah. Rather yeah. than, you know, the Illuminate. And stupidly, I bought that one, but Anyway, <laughs> I didn't. Got, I got I didn't. the highlighter quite a bit, but anyway, um, so yeah. I, I mean, I, I ain't complaining about the home bargains thing. You know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, there's decent money behind them, so <laughs> you can't really complain. Um, so yeah, now on to this one's a bit of a well. To let's just say unexpected because. When I saw this, I think it was Monday when this came out, I think. No, Tuesday. Um, and, yeah, Tuesday morning, I was sat in college, actually. And 
go on Twitter while, you know, we're just chilling because, you know, college didn't really care by this point. <laughs> so sat yeah. there, load up Twitter, and apparently Phil Jagielka has been linked with us. And I read it and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, you messaged me as well. I was like, surely not. <laughs> and then I read it as well and I'm just looking, I'm like, right, but, but why? <laughs> and um, that was the big question on a lot of people's lips, realistically, was, well, why? Uh, <laughs> I still don't really know why, um, even though they've somewhat explained it, but yeah. Um, apparently the thing was Jagielka was going to come in for pre-season training just to keep fit while he looked for a new club and whatever. Then there was rumours that apparently Everett was looking to sign him and then, you know, there's a wire. And then, you know, yeah. Um, no, no wonders have changed their hearts on it. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it, look, I'll be honest. I wouldn't have minded if we did bring him in, whether it's just for pre-season or whatever. He's a, he's, he's a top class defender. He's a leader, realistically. Um, and um, look, I would not have complained if ever did try and sign him or, you know, whatever. But at the same time, it's not like I'm disappointed that, you know, he hasn't signed or whatever. Doesn't actually make too much of a difference. But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> it was just a weird one. Like, Phil Jagielka, mad. Um, you, like, he's one of the players you'd never, ever think would be linked to a club in League One, realistically. Um, but yeah, that was baffling, genuinely baffling. But um, now that's not happening because apparently, because it like leaked everywhere and you know, everyone was going a little bit mad. And then you've got other people that were just complaining about his age. Um, yeah, but would have since changed the mind, which again, doesn't really affect much because it is what it is. Um, another thing I want to chat about as well, which I haven't actually put on the list, but we mentioned him earlier, Dennis Politic. I cannot wait to see this man back on the pitch. I just, I cannot wait. Um, you know, Neither. I think last season, honestly, some of the games that we were either, you know, on, only won a one nil or we were struggling or, you know, whatever. We had politics on the pitch, I think is a different game. Because, um, you know, as regular listeners and watchers will know, me and Tyler throw the term around baller quite loosely. So, you know. Well, in this instance, Paula yeah. politics tops oh, it. Yeah, genuinely. Um, you know, it, it, in a way, it wasn't the same not seeing politics on that pitch. You know, yeah, like, no. even when Keith Hill uh, was manager, he was still putting in 100%. And, like, you know, obviously that team was basically loads of lone players. But the few that were actually signed with us gave it everything. For example, Brockbank. For example, Politic. You know, just just an M2. Mental. Um, but yeah, I cannot wait. And obviously, he's been back in training for a few months. Obviously, he wasn't. He still wasn't fit enough to come back towards the end of last season, which is fine. You know, take longer, but come back stronger. That's you know because next season, Politic going to be crucial, I think. Um, assuming Everett doesn't make a stupid decision and loan him out or something, as a lot of people have actually speculated. So, I don't know. I hope that doesn't happen. Um, obviously, as well, people like Ali Crawford now as well are back. So, um, he's now back with uh, the Whites and training. Um, that's an interesting thing, actually, we could talk about. With Crawford... Obviously, a lot of people gave him stick because he, he, he played a few games before he went out on loan and it didn't really happen for him. Um, you know, Ali Crawford's got this reputation of, you know, it, it, if, if he's going to play in the game, he's either going to score or he's going to get a few assists. And he didn't really do that towards the start of the season, which is... He, he was one of the main players that got a lot of criticism, to be completely honest. Um, but look, 
I think it may have just been a confidence issue or just, you know, potentially new faces around and, you know, whatever. That's obviously going to kind of, you know, he, I, I personally think he was questioning his position already. So it kind of then demotivated him. I mean, look, I could be completely wrong here, but that's what it looks like to me. Um, hopefully this season, you know, he's a bit better. He's not really been played at Tranmere. Um, so I don't really know why that loan happened. But look, it is what it is. You know, that's in the past. Hopefully, League One, we turn up because this season is going to be mental. Everett's already said, or at least hinted at, he wants improvement from last season, not just in terms of how we're playing, but also where we finish in the table. Now, look, I've learnt my lesson from last season. I'm not jumping behind this straight away. <laughs> I'll wait until we've played our first game, which is against MK Dons. I will wait and then... Decide whether or not I think it's possible. <laughs> because a lot of people think we're going to win the league next season. We're fifth favourites to win. Yeah, Behind Sunderland, <laughs> Ipswich, Wickham and Sheffield Wednesday. Look, as I've just said, I'm waiting for that first game. And if we turn up and win that game comfortably, I'll get behind it. If we don't, I ain't going to be honest. I've learned from last season because, look, I was so happy last season at the start of last season, you know, bringing everybody in, you know, ever came in and whatever. Then the league started and it was pure misery for quite a while. <laughs> so I'm, I'm holding fire. But um, I know there's already a lot of Bolton fans that have already got behind this and like, oh, yes, easy. We're winning the league next season. And there's also the more sceptical ones like me that are kind of like, eh, I mean, it, it's not impossible, but it's Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> so, I'm not saying anything until I do the week one predictions. Yeah, so I expect that somewhat soon. Um, but yeah, pre-season you starts. Uh, I might do my separate one, actually, because I know people did ask me to do one last time and I just never got around to it. So Yeah, they asked me and you'd do one as well. Yeah. Hopefully. But the, the issue is, if we do one together, I think it would be too long. The only way we could do it is through the podcast almost, because obviously they're longer episodes anyway. But um, I don't know. We can we can do two separate and then, you know, look, it's more videos, isn't it? <laughs> you drag it out. <laughs> um, because, look, I'll be honest, the reason we haven't uploaded that many videos during our break is because we'll, we don't really know what to do. And, not, and look, things were happening. But obviously, we did say towards the end of last season, we'll only do a podcast if, you know, players sign and stuff like that. And then obviously they did. We didn't do it straight away because we wouldn't have a lot to talk about. So hence, we're doing it all now. But um, yeah, I've, we've covered everything on the list. Um, anything that you want to chat about? Euros. Well, yeah, but in terms of balling. <laughs> Not really, no. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, just hella excited for next season, genuinely. I just can't wait. Um, so yeah, we may as well talk about the Euros as it is literally sweeping the nation right now. Um, mental. Obviously, after a lacklustre couple of performances in the group stage, we somehow still won the group and then went on to <laughs> play... Germany. The Germans. Yeah. Uh, look, I was sceptical going to that game because realistically that game could have gone either way. You know, if, if we, obviously, as we did, we turned up and we pressed and we won the game. The flip side of that is the Germans turn up, batter us and then laugh at us. So, look, we survived, <laughs> we take it. And I questioned uh, Southgate quite a bit. <laughs> You know, in terms of him, he essentially put out a back five, essentially. Um, yeah. And a lot of people criticised him, obviously, because usually a team that's got a back five isn't the most entertaining to watch. Um, but I tell you what, that England team, 
was actually kind of entertaining to watch. <laughs> so he did he did say he wanted to match Germany though in yeah, formation. Which to be fair was again one of my criticisms of him because realistically if you're trying to beat them you don't want to match them. You want to be better than them. Which look, I'd say we executed their game plan better than they did. <laughs> you know, because their game plan it was pretty obvious because it took us I'd say 15 minutes to actually get into the game. Um, but yeah, like having Shaw and Trippier players, wingers slash wingbacks, honestly, I, I did question it and I was very confused because Luke Shaw didn't necessarily look comfortable straight away. Um, Trippier looked a bit more comfortable. Um, but look. Declan, Declan Rice didn't, I don't think. See, that's again something that like, baffled me a little bit because they were basically playing Calvin Phillips and Rice were basically playing as centre mids. They weren't playing CDMs, let's be honest. They were sat centre. And, you know, we've got people like Bellingham on the bench and Forden that play that midfield. You know, Bellingham is a centre mid. I know Forden's a cam, but it's not too much of a difference. Why didn't we just play that? I mean, look, I ain't complaining because we won, but <laughs> it, it just didn't make sense to me. But at the end of the day, we got Can I to win. Say, Go for it. Against Ukraine, Jack Grealish has to start. So does Ford. has to start. <clears throat> because, look, Ukraine, okay, on paper, we should win. But at the same time, on paper, Germany should have won. So... Yeah, um, look, Grealish has proved every time he stepped on that pitch, right? As soon as he steps one stud on that pitch, the game's changed. A goal happens. Yeah, genuinely. He came on, who was it against? Was it Czech? He came, he came on against Czech next minute. And the goal. Assists. Yeah, like, and then he comes, comes on, on against. Comes on against Germany. Germany. And gets Andy, the ball off Kane, passes yeah, to Shaw. Plays a part in both goals. Like, how Southgate can sit there and be like, you know what, Grealish, you don't deserve to start. Because he does. <laughs> not being funny, every time he's come on, he's led to a goal, like, not long after he's been on. And it's just, it baffles me that Southgate sat there and he's like, eh, don't really, don't really want to put Grealish on. Why? <laughs> like, I understand with why Forden didn't play the last game in the group stage because he was on a yellow card and would have if he'd have got another one he wouldn't he wouldn't have had him, but he's not played him anywhere. <laughs> so it's kind of like well, what was the point? <laughs> You've rested him and made sure he didn't get booked again so he wouldn't miss the next game, but then he misses the next game because you don't put him on. And Sancho's another one. A lot of people, even Germans German fans were confused on why Sancho wasn't playing against them. Because at the end of the day, he plays with a few of the players, obviously, in being in Germany, playing at Dortmund, a couple of the players he's close to. It I was saying, no to people, saying to people in my college, Sancho's got experience against German opposition anyway, because he plays in the Bundesliga. Why would you start Sancho? Because he's got experience against them. Exactly. And look, I'll yeah. be honest, there was one thing that I was wrong about, because... Originally, I said, you know, that we don't play Kane. Obviously, I've eaten my own words now. But <laughs> my original front three, at least, would have been Rashford up front. And then Sancho on the right, Grealish on the left. And then have, you know, either Mount and Forden in or, you know, Bellingham and Forden or, you know, whatever. Because um, defensively, I, th I think our, our defence is fine. You know, having Shaw... Maguire, Stones and Trippier. I think that works. Or Walker. That all works. Um, so, yeah. But, look, Harry Kane made me eat my words. And I'll be honest, like I'm sure the whole country were laying into him just before half-time. Because I'm not being yeah, funny. Don't, I, I, don't, I'm, I'm don't not letting inside. this go. I'm not letting this don't go. Get inside. What kind of striker decides in that situation? Oh, you know what? I might just take it round one of the best keepers in the world. <laughs> like, yeah, the top keeper in Germany, right? All he has to do get 
any contact on it and drive it towards the goal, it's in. Any contact. Or just chip it over. Chip it over Neuer. I don't think I'd trust Harry Kane chipping it over Neuer. Jesus. Literally, though, all he had to do, swing his foot at it. It goes in. Like, genuinely. And he's just there like, oh, no, actually, I'll take it random. It, it reminded me of in the World Cup, you know, when the whole, oh, he should have squared it to Sterling and whatever. When he did that, like, yeah. even when he's on the touchline after the keeper just made one save, he still tries to go for the shot. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know you're a striker, but you've got to pass the ball. And, you know, at the end of the day, a goal is what we obviously need to win games. So instead of you trying to be the hero and score it every time, like... You've got the most assist for Tottenham this season, last season. And <laughs> he didn't even, I mean, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, it's just, look, on to Ukraine on Saturday. Cannot wait. Um, because, look, let's be honest, it's not really a hard path to the final, is it? On paper, we should get to the final at least. At least. Um, but it is England. Like you said, like you said, if we do beat Ukraine and Denmark get through, it'll be a tough, tough test. Denmark and like it. Well, then again, what if Italy and Belgium go out? Don't when they play? So, I think if anything, Belgium will go out to Italy. Italy, I'm terrified of that Italy team. I can't lie. Um, and I've, I've said this: Italy England the final. Wait, to be fair, haven't we played... Did we play Belgium in the Nations League? We did Yeah. Did we win? Don't think so. I don't remember. I know, obviously, we played them in the World Cup. We played them for third place. No, we played them in... Then we lost 1-0. Was it in the group? No. Yeah, played them in the group. Yeah, I played them in the group, and then we played them for third place. Um, wait, yeah, I'm sure... Did we not beat them in the World Cup? For the third place, I'm sure we've beaten Belgium at some no. point. Or okay, I'm dreaming apparently. But um, we lost because Yanazai uh, scored, didn't he? Oh yeah, it was only a one 0 wasn't it? And then yeah, um, but yeah, look, I'm still going to be nervous for that game because at the end of the day, you know, football's unpredictable, <laughs> as we always keep saying. Um, because look, let's be honest, Germany probably should have at least equalised with Muller's chance. Um, and what, for whatever reason, he didn't have the bottle. <laughs> so, he, <laughs> England he went slated, slated England on Twitter as well. <laughs> I mean, look, as well, I saw a clip on YouTube as well. When the when the camera's showing, like, you know when they all line up and do the national anthems, the camera walks past yeah. him and he winks at the camera as if to say, like, oh, this, this is easy, you know? Like, he just looks all relaxed and then, bang, 2-0. Get home. <laughs> Go away. Have oh. you not seen uh, what pictures gone viral with a German fan, though? Oh, yeah, the little girl crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's peak, bro. Like, oh, my God. Just the fact that us as England fans are laughing at a girl that's just seen a national team get knocked out. Oh, no. I mean, look. It's football, in it? Get over it. <laughs> There's actually people as well that are slating us as well, being like, oh, how can you laugh at a little girl like that? As if they wouldn't do the same thing. Like, if they saw, like, they all, a kid they from all England... They on Twitter. Exactly. And then, I mean, if, if, they, if they had... if Let's say we'd have lost, and then there was, like, a close-up of some kid crying. They'd have memed the hell out of it, let's be honest. We probably would have been the hell out of it. <laughs> Ourselves. So... Look, none of that matters now because Germany, you're, you're back in Germany. So, <laughs> deal yeah, with it. Um, yeah, yeah, we're actually, this is our only game that we've actually got to go away from Wembley, isn't it? Because it's in Rome. So, yep. we've basically had a lot of, you know, that's also another thing that makes me kind of sceptical with this game. One, not only Ukraine, they're going to be hungry for it because it, I'm pretty sure this is the first they've got in a while. If ever, yeah, so, furthest. Um, they're gonna want it. They're going. They're just gonna go for it. Let's be honest. Um, they're just gonna turn up and go for it. And I'll be honest. The game they played. Who did they play? 
Sweden. No. Sweden. Yeah. Well, that game could have easily been like 10 each. It could have very easily been 10 each. You know? I mean, there were chances in that Zinchenko. game. Yeah, Zinchenko as well, by the way. Holy. <laughs> he, he's probably the only one I actually fear. But at the same time, that whole team will be determined. Um, and we will need to turn up, you know, for example, when we were playing the friendlies and beating teams 5-0 all the time. We need to turn up with that team. And we need to turn up and batter them. <laughs> because if we don't and we go to extra time, we could actually go out. Because, you know, and people can bring up like, oh, yeah, but what about the World Cup? What about the World Cup? I'm not being funny. Fluke. <laughs> Massive fluke, I think. Um because realistically, if you put us on pens again, I don't think we're winning. Especially given no. the track record already, France went out on pens. So, <laughs> I don't favour our chances at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much everything. We've covered all the signings, all the pre-season. We've talked about the Euros. Um yeah, thank you all for watching. I hope you have enjoyed. I know this has been a... Well, I mean, I'm going to say this and then it won't even be like an hour, no one knows, but I would imagine it is. Um, yeah, I, it's been quite a, a packed episode. Um, yeah, if you are watching on YouTube, then obviously do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications as well to know when we next upload. And let us know in the comments, are you excited for next season? If you're not, I'm questioning you, but um, yeah. Don't let us know. Do you think it's coming on? Oh, definitely. Um, although, no, probably not, but <laughs> we can dream. Um, and yeah, if you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I've forgotten the rest because it's been a while. But yeah, if you're listening on a podcast platform, if you can, then do leave us a five-star rating. Um, also as well, I am still working on the, I mentioned it in a podcast towards the end of last season, still working on like the merch store, but it's not merch for us, but yeah, um, still working on that. And, um, yeah, that will hopefully, I'm going to try and get it up and running before the start of next season. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. Thank you for watching. And I don't know when we'll next be back, maybe after pre-season started or if we sign anybody else. If not, then it will be before our first league game. Um, yeah, goodbye.